This edition of Speaking Out with Jim Watkins is brought to you by FlatFeeForMeds.com. That's right. Lower prescriptions now with FlatFeeForMeds.com. Sign up and save. Welcome back to Speaking Out America. Jim Watkins here. Don't forget our website is JimWatkins1.com. And we are just, uh, I guess now, weeks away from the Super Bowl. Everybody's excited about it. Man, talk about the bad behavior. I mean, I I was a little appalled by Kelsey's attitude, both before the game and during the game. And I'm talking about the Chiefs. And I know this is the talk at the water cooler. Uh, And I, I know that some sports guys are just so into it and they will do anything to try to intimidate but, uh, you know, here's a guy who's got arguably one of the most popular, beautiful women in the world. He's got a great team. He's got great success. He's got great family. And yet he he turns into a little bit of a jerk on the field. And I just don't think there's any excuse for jerkiness. You know, really. I mean, but whatever. Boys will be boys. But but the games were good. They were exciting. I was I was voting underdog all the way. I wanted the Lions to win just because they hadn't in such a long time. And I thought that was a good, uh, that's always a good story. I think it's a better story. But, you know, it, it comes down to how you play. Like, uh, was it uh, Steve Smith? I saw him over the weekend. He was on Bill Maher's show. And that's the great thing about sports. It comes down to rules. You follow the rules. It's It's 100% merit. It's merit. And so it was a good game. Hey, we've got uh, Reverend Jim Harden coming on. And we're going to talk about some things that are going on on that realm. And we know now that the main political campaign for the Democrats is going to be on uh, the abortion issue. Uh, and so that's their, that's how they, they want to get into the White House. So they're appealing to, obviously, women, older women, younger women, teens, uh, well, t- youth, older youth, young adults, and it's all going to be about your pr- reproductive rights that you should have the right to not reproduce. That's really what, what this issue They tell you it's about reproductive rights, but the actual way that they should say is your right not to reproduce because that's really what you're going for. You know, the right that no one can tell you to not reproduce a child. So, you know, I, I think to myself of all of the different things that they could talk about trying to fix the homeless, trying to address the fentanyl issue, trying to address disparities, perhaps uh, in the workplace, make uh, whatever, uh, figure out a way to make the highways nicer and bridges, fix the bridges, maybe. Maybe they can improve the education since a lot of our kids are falling farther and farther behind. You know, any one of those issues would have been a much more, uh, I think, important issue. But their focus is on your right to not reproduce. That is the entire campaign. And and, and in a way, it, it, it doesn't bother me because I... I want the people who don't want to reproduce not to reproduce because then that will mean scientifically they will just extinct themselves. They will, I don't know what, unicide? Uh, I mean, it makes sense, right? I mean, that's, 
if, if you are really fervent about your desire not to reproduce, then, you know, that's okay. You know, don't reproduce. That, that actually, I'm okay with not reproducing. You know, now if you put yourself in a position where you could possibly reproduce and then you decide not to reproduce, then that's on you. And now you're crossing into a territory where someone else is affected by your decision. And that's what the Democrats seem to forget. They forget that the other person in the room may want to be produced. Maybe that little thing that's growing in your body is hoping that he or she or it or they or them will be reproduced or, or produced. Forget the reproduce. They just want to be produced. They're hoping to be produced uh, of, of production. So then they can join the rest of us up here and, and do things like go and be an activist for people who don't want to produce. I, I just think the whole thing is, is, is uh, an embarrassment, really. If that's what the Democrats really think is the most important issue, then eventually they're going to unproduce themselves out of society. That, that's my take. And, you know, there are people that I wish had not been produced. I, I'll be the first to admit it. I, I think the world would have been better off if uh, Hitler hadn't have been produced. Uh, you know, Nietzsche, perhaps, Freud. Maybe, maybe Freud is the one that's undermined the entire 21st century with all of his psychobabble that people believe on, believe in. Anyway, so there we're at, uh, you know, I, I just don't think. <laughs> All right, so the football game. What was up with tra- uh, Travis Kelsey? Why was he being such a jerk? Kicker uh, was a Walter, the, the, the kicker for the Raven, uh, no, the, uh, the Lions, you know, and then during the game, sissing on people. I just think that's just so uh, pedestrian. I mean, you got the most beautiful, most popular girl. You got the greatest team uh, in a long time. You got a great uh, family. We've all gotten to know your family. Why do you have to be a jerk on the field? Why do you have to taunt the players? Why do you have to incite them into doing? And it's just, it's not professional. It's, it's what they do in high school. That's what I told my son when we were watching the game. It's what they do in, in high school. Anyway, so they're going to go on. And I think, you know, maybe I want San Francisco to win. You know, they play clean, mean, and lean, man. They, they were just, they were relentless. Anyway, it was good. It's good to have family. I had, a, you know, I, I thought about this. Uh, we had a friend of my son and his young daughter, little cute girl, one-year-old girl, just, you know, just the most beautiful thing. And I've known this young man for, well, since he was in middle school with my son. And it was, it, it, I was, I even said to him, I said, I, I'm proud of you for your kid. You just, the way that you're doing this, the way you're dealing with it, you know, very good for you. And, uh, and I think young men do need to get encouraged to embrace the idea of being a father. Being a father is such a privileged position and, uh, it's not easy. It's not easy. So what else is going on in the world today? The iconic toy store in San Francisco, it's been around for 86 years. Uh, the, in fact, they used it in Toy Story, and it's going down. 
Uh, it's what's the name of the place? It's run by the Loon family, founded in 1938. It's in the business district, uh, business district of San Francisco, the financial district. The store has been struggling due to the perils and violence of downtown inflation, the decrease in consumer spending, and of course, Amazon.com. They don't say that, but that's true. The family is saddened. It has come to this. According to the website, it was founded by Morton and Bertie Loon, the Loon family. It was rebranded as Jeffrey's Toys in 1966. Uh, and uh, the actual owners actually worked for Pixar. And they were writers and artists for in the 1990s. Anyway, Matthew Lunn, the grandson, told the San Francisco Gate that his father would have given him and the rest of the Toy Story staff ideas throughout the writing and filming process. Matthew Lund told The Gate that shoppers and sales have declined in no small part due to crime. Or as Queen would say, another one bites the dust. Hang on, Reverend Jim Harden joining me in just a moment. 